Hello, welcome to the 14th episode of the Campfire Podcast. Hey. It is your host, Miles, and your other host, Christian. Woo! And happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. We thank you and appreciate you. Woo! Y'all have honestly helped us grow into the young men that we are becoming. Yes, so, thank you. Thank, thank you. you very much. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Uh, let's get started with this episode. Today is going to be an interesting day, I should say the least. Same, same type of format. Yep, we're going to do the do all blank think the same or us. Do all of us think the same. Want me to do the first one? Yeah. The first one. I prefer to write over type. Okay. Before COVID, nah, this is specific. Before COVID, I would say slightly agree. After COVID, disagree. Because, yeah, so I like to write mostly because it helped me remember, like, memorize things better. It's just the interaction between the pen and the, and the pen and the paper and my brain and the actual motion was nice. I had better penmanship. It was just, it just felt, even though it was it was harder work, it felt better, and I was able to, and just it just felt better for myself and like challenge myself in that sense but then after covid I, fam i'm so used to typing now i can't write writing takes so writing takes so much longer now and the thing i like about typing is that it's easier to organize notes so much easier to organize notes with typing than with writing because writing is slower and if you're trying to match with what somebody is saying and organize it that way oh fam i'd rather type it typing is so much easier but at the same time there's not nothing beats, especially in in person. Nothing beats more than a uh, paper and pen, in my opinion. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it's slightly disagree because I'm the same. I was fine with just writing with like paper and pencil, mm-hmm. and but like it got to a point where since we got home, since we were home more, and then you have like a bunch of paper, and then if you don't organize well, then it's not that efficient because you have to yeah. find the paper. And then, like, you have to read it. If you have sloppy handwriting, then... Oh, my God. Yeah. With typing, you don't have to worry about handwriting because you can just change the font. And it's not like you can't read, like, typed words. Yes. Yeah. The only thing I will say is, like, with typing, you can't do diagrams that easily. Yeah, that's the one thing. You can't, like, actually... If you want to make notes on your paper, it's a little harder. You can make comments. But, like overall just like reading it like say you're just writing an essay or something mm-hmm. typing is probably the best way to go oh yeah definitely but if you're trying to do something that's more like creative or more like all over the place then i wouldn't really say typing is for you because it doesn't there's like there's ways to make it more open for you to just do what you want in it like making diagrams and bubbles and notes and everything and arrows but it's not the same as just writing it out because yeah. you can just use a pencil and do whatever you want. That's an, yeah, like you said, it's easier to for diagrams and bubbles and tables and things like that. Just personalized note taking is easier for handwriting, but then organizing, like you said, organizing your notes is harder with paper because you have all these either pieces of paper or notebooks from different classes with different topics and and it becomes a lot to manage. Whereas with on your on your computer it's all on your computer you just go to a different document open it up but then like you said the difference is to make a table or a tablet i have to open excel 
or Google Sheets or insert table, then I have to change the size of the table, set margins and boundaries. Whereas if I was to do that in my notes, I could just use a pencil, eyeball the lines. And as long as I understand it, exactly. You facts. You are, you can do whatever you want, like format, however you want, cross out, highlight, do all that. So I, I agree. I'm sort of, I'm still disagree only because writing now takes so much longer than before and my penmanship has gotten worse and it's less that's, so, that's a main problem yeah. for me i have to i don't have to try to write neat but sometimes like the way i write i write kind of slanted because i literally put the like the page slanted so yeah. i write like this so then i'm going like diagonally when i write so then my letters are just slanted and then sometimes i write i don't i don't know how to i don't know how i write it's been so long but that's <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's, I'm all over the place sometimes. Like sometimes my writing is sloppy and sometimes it's neat. The more I try, the more neater it is, but sometimes I just don't feel like trying. So then I just, you know, whip out my laptop and then just. Yeah. And just type, yeah. go ahead, write on it. Honestly, I agree. And that's the thing with my hand, handwriting. My handwriting is more straight. Like it's, it can become slanted, but my main problem is the spacing between words. Like those wouldn't really be consistent yeah so now it's even worse like before i could write pretty well and people would understand it and i could write fast as well now to me if i had to have proper penmanship i have to go slower and it's just so it's so annoying so yeah typing at the moment next one i enjoy outdoor games more than video games uh me personally uh strongly agree y'all know this already i don't play video games at all none I used to, and when I did, I enjoyed it, but I don't understand how people could spend four or five hours on a video game, even on it, because the game I like to play was Dota or Smite, and those were more, uh, what do you call them, MOBA? I think they are. Yeah, they're like MOBA games, so those can go on for, those games, you play one game against one team for an hour, right? And then after that, I was kind of done. I don't know how people can do 10 of those games over exactly like i that's not a bit of me i would rather just go outside have fun yeah for me it's like it's a because i'm on like the opposite end of the spectrum so i I play games so like there's so many games i just can't be like oh yeah it's either outdoor games or like call of duty it's like nah it's like a lot of different types of games so i usually play like single player games and i only stay on those for like Mm. maximum like two hours and 30 minutes but once that's it oddly three, specific. That's, my, that's like, after like two hours, I'm like, I gotta like stand up. And after three hours, it's like, I have to go get a snack. But I never go past three hours because uh, I just don't. But there's people who play for, I, I didn't watch the whole stream, but there was, he streamed for like eight hours just playing the game. Yeah, I don't Like, it's understand. possible. It is possible. If you're playing with your friends and that's all you do, then you could stay on there for like, I think that's why people like video games more is because you don't necessarily need to have friends to play video games whereas outdoor games you kind of need to have friends unless you're like riding a skateboard and just cruising or learning how to rollerblade yeah it, it's pretty open like, we could really talk this could be like a whole topic to be honest true I, I guess for some people if they're if their friends are far away and they like a specific like because for video games it's not like you're just playing like 
video game sports. You're just playing video game whatever, like shooters or like party games. Yeah, I mean, you can play video game sports. They have Wii Sports. Yeah, but like, there's still shooters. Like, there's Call of Duty, there's Apex, there's Overwatch, there's um, Battlefield. There's a there's yeah. so many games you can play with people. Then there's open world games like Minecraft, Roblox. Yeah, there's and then this there's... game called It Takes Two. Yeah, yeah. You could. It's like it's literally built for two people. Yeah, like one person buys the game, and then they, they can just fight you. But like things like that. I think they still have the same benefit. They're just a different. I will admit, there's more variety yeah. to video games, but at the same time, you can get more creative with outdoor games. Oh yeah, definitely. As in, if you run out of stuff to do, you start combining and making the there's most. No Wi-Fi. Exactly. <laughs> you start making the fam. Your creativity skyrockets. You start making the most random games with the weirdest rules, and it just all works out. It's a bunch of fun. I I could easily go outside and play games, or just play football or basketball. Even though I don't like basketball, I could play any game outside for hours, eight hours. In a day, I could be outside. Whereas video games, after like you said, after two, my brain starts to hurt. I'm like, a lot happened in those two hours, and I want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, outside, you don't got to worry about lag, <laughs> no controller disconnect, exactly. No Wi-Fi problems. But you do have don't to. Don't gotta invite everyone because they can just come. They they physically are there. Yeah. I mean, the only downside is that with outside you have bugs, and. Um, I mean, you have that too in games. You have bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. <Yes>. Nice. <laughs> you guys, you, yeah. yeah. Now, now, now that we're talking about it, they're almost, they're really similar. They're different enough to the point where they're not similar. Like, you can, you can still like have... Well, they have game. major differences, but in the bare core of it, they are quite similar. Yeah. Video games is out there, games online. Yeah. Cops and robbers, similar if you have Nerf guns, similar to COD or any shooter. Um, if you have water guns, it's also similar to Splatoon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you got 2K. You yeah. have sports games. So. You have sports games, Madden, 2K, wrestling. Then you also have... Uh, uh, if you have Minecraft, that's basically just digging in your garden. Sandcastles. Sandcastles. <laughs> Well, the, only that, the, only thing, the only like genre of games that wouldn't work is open world games, unless you just go explore your, your town. Exactly, that's that's technically, <laughs> technically that's open world. You're living in the world. I mean, people may skits about that. Exactly, yeah. and right. I mean they have skater games. They have they got snowboarding games. Yeah, snowboarding I feel as though the only ones you can't really do are fantasy games like World of Warcraft or unless you go to one of those. They go, I think they're called LARP or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like they go to like an area go LARPing. like role play. Yep. Go to one of those uh com- communities? Conventions. Yeah, conventions. Alright, next one. <laughs> <laughs> I was lost in my thought. Alright. Third one. Having your head in the clouds is a good thing. Uh <laughs> your head in the clouds is a good thing. No, I'd, I'd, I'd say, I'd say. Wait, so is having your head in the clouds just being like... An airhead. Are you just daydreaming? Is that like kind of. Oh. Like, you don't take anything too seriously, but you're sort of there just think that like you're an airhead. You're just thinking about nothing, pretty much. You're not grounded. If that That's basically me, but I, I think about things. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't say not thinking about anything. You're just thinking about pointless things. Oh. Not pointless, but... 
You're just thinking. Like, there's no purpose to your thinking. You're just oh, there to think. I'll go first with this one. Having your head in the clouds is a good thing. I would say agree. Because I, I think sometimes you should be in the moment. Like, you should, you should be present. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's okay to just let your mind wander and just think about, like, possibilities. I don't know. Just random stuff that you're thinking. Uh, it could be anything like you just think of like oh i don't know if you're like an artist you'd be like oh i can make that like a painting mm-hmm. of like what's going on and then you just like imagine it in your brain just like the movement everything like that or you can just think about like i don't know like scenarios like oh like what if this happened what if the zombie just ran past my car <laughs> window knocks on my mom started driving the car oh my goodness my brains what just, jesus just go with it. that is mad <laughs> Where did you get that come from, bro? I don't know. Yo. I was thinking zombie apocalypse, and now I was thinking like I was in the car. Like I'm doing it right now. But then why? Why eat your mom? Why not you? Because they're zombies. But they can also eat you. They didn't eat my mom. They just punched her in the face. Oh man. They ate my brains though. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. This, like, this is what's gonna happen if your head is in the clouds. You're thinking of random stuff. <laughs> they didn't eat her. They just punched her in the face. <laughs> that's so bad, bro. See, that's why I'm sort of in, like, slightly agree. Only because, like you said, it's good to be present in the moment so you can react to things. But as we are both artists in our own respects, being in, like, having your head in the clouds is where creativity comes from. Like you said, yeah. your thoughts just flow and keep going. And when you have, quote unquote, writer's block i don't really believe in writer's block i believe it's more of a struggle to get your head into the clouds exactly you gotta get the creative juice flowing because you can think of ideas it's just once your ideas come to you you have to then do research to see if anyone else has done them before and that's where quote-unquote writer's block comes from because you're inspired by so many different things and people create so many different things that when your head is in the clouds you're also trying to think has it been done whereas you shouldn't think that you should just think this idea, this idea, this idea, this idea, and then start. Once you write those ideas down, then you can organize them and whatnot. But that's why I say slightly agree because it allows your creativity juices to flow and nourish into great things. Whereas if something's important and you need to be focused and hard, like if you're in a meeting, yeah. you can't, your head should not be in the clouds. <laughs> you need to be focused and attentive. Yeah, I agree. I was gonna say before about like writer's block. I don't think, well, because there's so many ideas that people made and just like stories or whatever you want to say, like music, it's everything. It, everyone has already made almost everything because there's always gonna be something else to create, like a True. new idea or something. True. Because that's just like the change of the times and like, you know, things like that. But it's not, I don't think it's really the idea itself, like what it is, but how you do the idea. Yeah, the execution of it. Yeah, that's what could be original and unique about what you're doing. Like, say you're doing a story, and it's just like a classic... Zombie story. Yeah, zombie apocalypse, but maybe the way you write it is just more um, like comical and funny. Mm-hmm. And instead of zombies going for your brains, they actually just want to tell you a joke. Matt, yo, fam, you're... <laughs> See, that's why I mean. You're very creative like that. I mean, but at the same time, that execution... <laughs> mad but that execution <laughs> but the thing is that execution of that idea could possibly also be a downfall as in you have your idea and you're like oh that's gonna be an amazing idea how would i go about doing it 
So then that's where, not writer's block, but that's where the struggle comes in is, is it even possible to do in your own medium of art? So it can... You just gotta, like... It's just problem solving. You just gotta solve the problem. Uh, Numero four. Left brain people. (laughs) What? What, left brain? Yeah. Left brain people tend to be more successful. If you don't know what this means, basically there's a theory in which people, like, there's different sides of the brain and people use a majority side of the brain. I don't think that's how it works, but it's a cool aspect to refer to people who tend to be more STEM-based, as in science, technology, engineering, math, more analytical, grounded people, would tend to be more left-sided brain and then the more artistic, uh, free-flowing, creative people are more right brain. So, in that regards, it's easier to refer to those groups of people as left-brained or right-brained. So, we're saying left-brained people tend to be more successful, as in the people who are more um, analytical, grounded, have more math, STEM base, and them tend to be more successful. Do you agree or disagree with that? I don't think I'm left-brained or right-brained. I'm, like, middle-brained. Agree. That's it. That like, the, let me oh, let me let me yeah. there. So like, I'm making a piece of art, right? Yeah. So like, I use my right brain, which is the more artistic, creative side, to like actually make the idea, mm-hmm. and, like envision it. But then I use my left brain, which is more the analytical, problem solving side. Yes. To actually make it something that I can actually do, like something that's practical for me yes. to do. What? Excuse me. Sorry. If we're just saying left brain to right brain, then I, I would say left brain people are more successful because. If you're even if you're creative and artistic, let's just let's just say it's like generalized, like you're either analytical or you're creative. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. So if you're analytical, you can probably assess a situation to see like how it benefits you and like how like you could assess whether it's like it benefits you or the value it has to you mm-hmm. to see how it can make you successful. But for white right people, they're only artistic and creative and you have the idea, but you don't know how to put it into like practice. You don't know how mm. to execute it, which is what the left brain. See, that's do. the thing. I so I agree in the sense of I like it's easier to use left brain and right brain to refer to a general population or general attribute. But I don't think that's how the brain even works. Like you have to have a bit of yeah, left. I mean, that's not exactly. That's not how your brain works. So you're gonna use both sides regardless. Everyone's a sort of a mixture I of both. Exactly. And there are more, and then when we say left brain, you know, majority, as in you, you are, are you are a more analytical person. Now, in, in that sense, and I agree with you in the sense of they, like, artistic people are more right brain sided people. They, I think they can execute it, but since they're not analytical, they just do it in the way that they want to, not in the best possible yeah, practical that's a way. Like they do it in a way that they want to because it's their idea. Exactly. But just because it's your vision doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that, that it's gonna like translate to someone else you're talking to. Exactly. And that's where the like you said, that's where the analytical side comes in now. Okay, I have this idea, I know what I want it to look like, but now how can I convey this idea to the general public? Which is why I think I agree with you in the sense of left brain people might tend to be more successful only because that's how our society works. Yeah. People who are in, you know, engineering, uh, mathematics, business finance they tend to make more money stocks investing and all that that's all analytical that's all left brain yeah. i think it's people. like that because 
it's always that notion like you're an artist but it's gonna be very hard to be successful yeah that's not true like, anymore it's not hard if you well you just have to find your your like what audience you want to cater to like like what you what you do not only that but there's also many different forms of art now so as in you have let's go like with you with the artist you have a graphic designer then you have someone that can do graffiti then you have someone that can do murals then you have someone that can do actual like a uh, detailed art then you have someone that can do comic book art and then there's so many different aspects of it that like you said you have to figure out your medium and how you want to go about it because you can have an artist that simply does a bunch of brand designs and you get paid thousands and thousands of dollars to design a, the mcdonald's logo the burger king's logo uh, an audi logo right yeah. and even though it seems simple enough you have to go they have to go through thousands and thousands of these ideas to pick the best one and you're getting paid money for that and that's successful and that's you know that's being an artist so the notion of you know you have to work not not but it's unlikely for you to be a successful like artist in a sense is n- it's not as true anymore. It's still true somewhat, but because of technology and how much that has influenced our society, I think it's there's more possibilities out there for artists. Yeah, there's more platforms to show your art on, and then it's more like I, I would say art is more like connection based. Like you gotta, you should probably like no network, net, network, network with people to get some connections or like in that industry. And then if they have a job opportunity, then you're kind of set. Then you just build your way through that. Then you leave that job. It's probably, it's not like, it doesn't have the value you used to. So you just move on. You now you got something to put in your portfolio. That's like work experience. Then you just move on. You just keep moving on until you get to your actual goal. Yeah. Like, say you want to make your own, like, animated movie. And turn at, like, Disney or Pixar or whatever animation studio. And then you just work your way up. And then... Yeah, but then that, you know how that, like, you know, carries into art? I feel as though there's been more support for the analytical side of society, as in the business, finance, all that. There's been more support and more connections over there than in the art side because the art side was very independent at the very beginning. The art side is really hard to understand because it's so, it's just too, it's really open. And you also, like, art critics, if it's my idea and my, let's say, technically my opinion, represented in a f- another form how are you going to critique it you don't have the same brain as i do yeah well just saying like i don't i guess let's just say painting right yeah someone critiques my painting there's probably like i don't paint so i don't know but there's probably guidelines and like rules you should like follow to get a good painting oh yeah no definitely but they might critique it based on that but i don't they can't really critique like your idea of like what the subject is about. No, but sometimes they do. Sometimes they critique the execution of that idea or style and they'll be like, I think there's a better way that you that they could have done it. Same thing with dancing, same thing with mu- making music. If that's how I wanted to produce it, how are you gonna critique it if that's how I see it? Yeah, you can say it's like, not it's just not your forte, but yeah. you can't say it's bad because you don't have you don't you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's weird. That's why. It's it's weird. It's a gray area, but that I think that's also why left brain people tend to be more successful because it's not that You don't gotta think about well you gotta think duality. about duality. There's a right as in there's a right answer. Yeah. Like with English and math. English you can 
kind of BS your way into a into a right answer. Whereas Matt, there there is an answer. Very, very, very last one. Last one. I like more casual and lighthearted topics over deep and thought-provoking ones. I think this really ties in pretty good for our podcast mm-hmm. in general. So I'll go first. Y'all, you guys can answer this too at our, on our Instagram as well. Let us know. DM us on at the Campfire Podcast and our Twitter at the Campfire Podcast as well. Got an idea. But I'll say absolutely. Um, so for me, I like. Every time there's like a question like this, mm-hmm. I immediately go to the middle. Like I'm always oh, in yeah, the middle of the barrier. But mm-hmm. I'll just say I, I like deep and thought-provoking ones because those those are the ones that make me like think and like feel something. Yeah. Like I just watched something that just affected me. Like um, I watched Soul Ooh, the other day. Ooh, that's a good movie. And before I watched Soul, I think I watched um, this new Pixar movie called Luca, right? Yeah. Have you seen it before? No. You should watch it. Nice. But um, Luca is not the most, it's not really deep or anything, but it's just really lighthearted and fun. You know, it, it, I, I love watching because it, it was cool. But Soul was like. And Soul made you question your heart, your own work ethic. <laughs> made me question, like, what is my purpose? Like, exactly. What am I doing? And that kind of just resonated with me more than Luca. But on they're like on different frequencies, if that makes See, sense. See, that's why I'm sort of in agree. As in, I prefer deeper topics because I like to argue. <laughs> I honestly, I, I'm just be honest. I like to argue. I like to push people's buttons and, and see, and just see, not because and see yeah, yeah. what's how's how's their brain working and just and then how does their brain work comparative to mine. Um, but I will say it is nice to have lighthearted topics, especially yeah, when true. when things become too deep. I'm there like, okay, we, we're kind of going down the rabbit hole a yeah. bit now, so let's back up. And it also depends on who I'm talking to as in like if I just met you I'm not trying to discuss any anything What's too deep purpose, exactly like what like are you truly happy right now or is that just a facade like, I'm not trying to have that no, discussion no, like, where are you where? Like, I'm in your house like no 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 like where are you mentally like what's there you? exactly all that I don't want to no 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 I would rather have small talk and be like you know what what What's your favorite food? Favorite artists? All that. Small, lighthearted. And that's more entertaining and fun. However, the like you said, the deep ones resonate with me more because you find out how someone else is thinking and see in comparison to that, like how you're thinking. And it's just cool to make that comparison and yeah. learn. I like things. both to- both like topics, whatever they're put into, uh, they're both good. I guess I just prefer that one. But I... I could, like tomorrow, I might change my mind. It's, it's that type. Of exactly. Thing. It's it depends on me. Okay, if I'm tired and I really don't feel like casual arguing with someone, casual. casual. Like, I don't. There's no need to have something too deep. Or like today, if it's a chill summer day, you know, it's a bit hot, and we just but we still chilling and having a casual conversation. I'd rather have something lighthearted and casual than have a deep rooted discussion about the problems in America and how we can solve them at the root and the face of it. <laughs> Yes. So I mean, it, it is what it is, though. Yeah, that was the segment. Soon to be classic segment. segment. But that swag, swag. I was about to say segways. Yeah, we can't talk to that. This is segways. Yeah, segways into our topics: physical versus digital, and um, being 
too invested in a fictional world. So when we come back from the break, that is what the two topics we will talk about. Be right back. Woo! Let's get it. Why'd you do that? Wait, how is that? Why'd you do that? That was a long end. I'll do it again. And, <laughs> and we're back with the second part of the game. Yes, sir. We're back talking about some of the physical versus digital in terms of anything. Um, I'll start. <laughs> so I recently had a recital, right? And this was the second digital recital because of COVID. And it, it was it was kind of weird because I was able to make a music video kind of, but basically I would record, you know, me playing the song. It was Death of a Bachelor by Panic at the Disco. If you don't know it, go check it out. And I played, you know, the trumpet part and then I played the piano part. And I was able to turn that those two parts into a video and then, you know, edit them to, together, add a few effects. And it was a cool little music video. It was still live, but it was a cool, you know, music video. But then I've also had, you know, recitals before where they were in person. They're in-person performances and they're physical. You're able to see the crowd's reaction. Um, you're able to feel the crowd. You're able to put different things in it. But then you also have the, not negative, but the aspect of it's only one. It's pretty much one take. When you're making a video, if you make a mistake, you can do it again, do it again, and pick the best one and keep going until you have the best one. Multiple takes, same. But with live performances that's your of course you practice but that's your one and only chance to perform that in front of people so they if you make a mistake they probably won't know because it's your performance but you know you made that mistake and um, I guess I don't know if you ever had this problem but I was just saying I don't know which one I prefer really in I terms think, of performing oh you mean just in general physical versus yeah like performing wise I was thinking more like media, like oh. games or uh, books, movies, things like that. And I, I would say it's better physical. In terms of, of what do you mean, like media? Like I think it's I think physical is better to experience, but then digital is better for like access and ease. And in terms of what, like, because um, you said media, so you're saying like books, um. I, video games but video games are only digital oh well oh yeah and then if you're talking about tv shows and movies those are also only like digital you can't really well for movies i was thinking more like instead of watching movie at home you're in a movie theater oh uh, like, well this is for video games because i was thinking like there's physical copies of games and there's digital ones but they're basically the same same but for uh i guess movies and books can be used for this for books 
you like physically having a book and digitally having it oh like, oh yeah okay so for books it's almost 10 times better to have the physical the only yeah. downfall to having the physical is that it takes up actual space within your living area and it's like it's subject to um, like damage you can tear mm-hmm. pages and everything but it's always good to have a collection and that's what physical is for and digital is better for like easy to just buy it and it's on your phone yeah but at the same time you can't phone, see it you can't read it not even if it's on your computer too you can't read it you have to zoom in zoom out get the right thing and then if you're in a bad lighting you can't see it but digital stuff is cheaper than physical ones true you know, it takes it takes less to produce i'm saving money yeah um in terms of movies going to movies, oh that, that's that's again 10 times physical there's even no debate there's no unless downside you got, unless you got friends over and you have a home theater now, i guess it could be this it's similar but just going to the movies Oh no, that movie theater experience is different. You talking about get, getting your ticket, getting popcorn, adding butter. Lights go down. Yep. You mean you having a chill conversation with your friends, and then light. You said lights go down. The surrounds all the trailers, and this is there. Oh, there's nothing beats a movie experience. Yeah, screen. Yep. Especially if you have a really good movie playing. Oh my god. And the surround sound. Fam, nothing beats a. That's surreal. Movie theater experience. Oh, it's surreal. That's why I say, I, I would say physical because I think it's better to have something that gives you a more fulfilling experience mm-hmm. than having something that's more easy. But then again, I have a bunch of books, on, like ebooks on my phone. It's not only that, but, but just, that's because they're cheaper. It's also in terms of convenience, right? Yes. So, like, the whole purpose of engineering is to improve on what has already been created or just to improve an idea. And that's all digital is. Digital is more efficient more less time consuming less space consuming this is more efficient than anything physical yeah. like i can't really think of something that's physically done that's more efficient than digital and to, or not even efficient but if efficient and effective because so i'm going back to my performance technically live performing is more efficient than digital performing however Digital performing is more effective because you you have multiple chances to get the right take, get the perfect, like, recording, like, the perfect record. So, that's what I'm saying. Digital just makes things easier, I, I guess. Yeah, it does. But the downside is it requires power. It's not, like, you have to charge your phone eventually. And if you don't charge your phone, it's going to die and then you can't read anything. Same thing for laptop or your, your Kindle. If you read on Kindle, mm-hmm. I'm talking about, I guess I'm talking about books now. But if you have a physical book, you could just pick that up whenever, like, and just bring it with you outside and just look at pages. And yeah, but okay, you better than like swiping. Just true, is. but you also can't like your book can, like you say, it can easily be damaged. Yeah, that's the price. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> book can easily be damaged and you, stolen. You either get something cheap accessible on your phone or you get something valuable and physical that has like physical value but at the same time that physical value can easily be deteriorated if not stored correctly it's like they both have downsides like because you can technically buy you can have a book and have it somewhat appreciate as in you know a rise in value and then you can resell it or just keep it as a like a collectible yeah collectible but at the same time if you're not storing that collectible properly like a vinyl or something another thing that can appreciate 
then it, it will lose value instead of gain value because it, it's all messed up and old. Yeah, there's no, there's really no right answer. It's just whatever you prefer. True. If you want, if you have a lot of digital stuff like you use your phone, your laptop, or like your tablet, if you have that too, then I'll probably just say you probably should just get like. I wonder what like the older generations before us um, would prefer because they had. As in, okay, so remember when we had our uh, mothers on here or when we talked to our parents yeah. and they had the physical versions of what we have now, like a library, right? And they had to go through all of that, but then they see the ease of digital. Do you think they would still prefer physical because they've had it for so long or do they like the effectiveness of digital? I say, I think they would still say physical because... I guess going to an actual library and actually like looking things up requires some amount of like you have to try. <laughs> you just have to try. You have to get up. You have to walk. You have to ask the librarian like, "Where's this at?" You have to like go through the shelves. It takes effort. Actual, it takes effort. And nowadays, it's just on your laptop. So like, click. I'm click. Now. Yeah, and honestly. I really tried, and then I, I guess it could make some people lazy, and I think from their perspective, especially looking at us they don't want us to be lazy or just mm-hmm. not see the value of actually doing things especially when everything becomes so digitalized and yeah like you know like that but at the same time if you're talking about work and sort of how people view things animation animation is all digital if you like you wouldn't have animation sorry you would only have like graphic novels and physical either graphic novels manga and you would never see that physically animated and the motion and the beauty of it without digital yeah well like earlier on like when animation first started they were using like paper and everything but then just became more digital like they use computers and everything mm-hmm. now i'm pretty sure they, it's mostly computers they exactly. still probably like draw stuff well they still have to draw stuff and but they use the computer to do the minor uh yeah do the minor motion changes yeah it really can just go both ways it depends what you're talking about i'm trying to think of like a different aspect like a different thing of like society i um uh, oh, maybe like cars like before you had like stick shifts and, and now true. You, and now well, now you have self-driving cars yeah, they got cameras that you can see in the back. But in that sense, I would still say digital because, oh my goodness, the rear camera in the car, godsend. <laughs> Whoever thought of that is amazing. You don't have to do the... I mean, sometimes if you have a blind side, you can still do the over-the-shoulder look or the rear view I mirror. I people do the over the shoulder. At least, like, my parents. But... No, because, like I said, if you have a blind spot when you're driving and you're trying to back out of somewhere, you have to do a little bit like the cameras just won't they help. They like blanket be too close and like crash. Mm-hmm. Some, I, I think for some cars, yeah. But then you also cars. have Bluetooth. That's a guy's. Exactly, like you also have Bluetooth. You don't need an aux cord anymore. That's physical. This is mobile for some cars. You don't need a key, you just press it. Oh, that's mad. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You have this, uh, the start thing. Yeah, that's, that's all I gotta say about that. I mean, I could probably think of a different thing, but I'll say time, and you know, it's going to be a long silence. A long silence. I'm a, I, can I fill that silence up with nothing, with nonsense? I can. You want to try? Bet, say less. All right, five, four, three, two. So while he's, while he's thinking of something like that, I just want to tell you guys about my day 
or not with my day, my weekend. I'm graduating tomorrow, or when this actually when this podcast comes out, I'm graduating. So, con- congrats to me, congrats to Christian, congrats to all the class of 2021. That's gonna be uh, we're amazing. We made it through a COVID year, so that's good. That's a good thing. But anyway, this weekend kind of kind of crazy because um, I had work meetings all week. And on top of that, I also had work. And then on this weekend, I had to go to celebrate someone else's graduation. So that kind of felt weird because I'm celebrating them graduating and I'm going to graduate soon. So I'm sort of there like, this is a bit too early because people are saying congratulations. And I'm like, I haven't graduated yet, though. I'm still in school. I'm still getting work. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, see? Bro, I'm too good at it. I don't know how we didn't already, well, we already talked about it, but I, I don't know how we just didn't bring it up with this school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we talked about it before, yeah. you know, talking about COVID and being online and Zoom. I did think of a question. Would you rather go to school, like, in the cafeteria, mm-hmm. eat food there, mm-hmm. like, that experience, or just eat food at your house? Oh, well, it's cafeteria. Even if the cafeteria food is garbage, I have my friends there to make me laugh. Whereas eating food home, I'm just there by myself, watching my videos, eating by myself, laughing at people I have never met. (laughs) That's sad. (laughs) So I would rather uh, have the lunchroom experience and just talk to people in person. That's all, that's it. That's all, that's all I, <laughs> I talked all that nonsense for that. That's all I got. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, let's move on to the next topic because this one, boy, honestly, we're scamming a living. So we're scamming? <laughs> scamming, yeah. How are we scamming? Yeah, it's talking. Oh, I mean, they're listening. Uh, they're here for us, you know? If Hopefully, they haven't clicked off yet. If you're still listening, oh, you're a real one. Thank you. Anyway, the next one should be interesting because I t- actually talked about this with Christian on an earlier podcast when we were making the second uh, part of the se- of this season, and so we're talking about uh, being too invested in a fictional world, and this can go for anything. Like Harry Potter fans, y'all are low key crazy. Actually, yes, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, y'all are same thing with Twilight fans, low key crazy. Honestly, any franchise, Star Wars, Anime. Marvel, DC, Harry Potter, any type of franchise that has any type of shipping or like fan fictions oh that are involved God. in the community. Yeah. Just because they're close friends does not mean they Yo, belong happened. together. Everyone, <laughs> like... Like people who are close friends, like I did it one time. There are two characters, and I was like, they'll be pretty good together, but they're better as friends. Mm-hmm. Like that's the pur- that's their purpose in the story. You that's can't, where they work the best. You can't force them to be together. Like it's not your story in it. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen ships. I've seen, I've seen ships where I'm just like, no, what? Exactly. Like it makes no sense. Like they hate each other, fam. You don't. Do you watch Bleach? Uh, you don't want speech. There's two characters. I'm just quickly summing up for you. It's not really a spoiler, but Grimshot wants to fight Ichigo. Like, he wants to fight him. He doesn't want to do anything else. He wants to fight him. But I saw this one person that was just like, nah, they would like, like, they would date. And I'm <laughs> like, bro, what? Just because they're both somewhat, you know, a, like, good looking to you 
doesn't mean that they wo they want to be together. Grimjaw wants to kill Ichigo. Like that's the, that's literally the whole relationship. I know perfect shit that I just don't agree with at all, and that's um. Deku and Bakugo. Fam, Bakugo <laughs> hates him. Like, yes, are they friends and have that love-hate relationship? Of course. That happens in real life. But that does not mean they want to get together. I really don't like when there's two guy best friends or two girl best friends. And everyone just automatically assumes that yeah. they're, they're gay. And they just want to be the, if, if, if they're gay, that's cool. But, like, you can't for force them to be gay. If you ask the creator, because this has actually happened in My Hero, they ask the creator, are they gay? The creator says, no. You can't get angry at the creator actually, for not making his characters that way. It's his story, in it? Yeah. Another good example is actually Luca. In the, in the movie, there's people who been like... Um, Fam, nah, they, those are children. You can't tell exactly. me that. Well, brah. Basically, basically, in the Pixar movie, Luca, that just came out, you should check it out. There's two um, boys and they go on like a summer adventure. They try to like get a Vespa. They do like this race. But basically, there's two boys. One's named, one is named Luca, another one's named Alberto. They're pretty good friends. They go through like their own arc. And they're, it's cool. It's a good friendship. But then there's people who are like, oh, this is Pixar's like low key first LGBT. And I'm like, how? Where do you see this at? Bro, <laughs> watch what? the film three times. They are children. They're, cho children. they're children. You can't. <laughs> They're one. They're fish people, but they also they're, they're children. Oh, yeah, they're um, they're sea monsters. Like fishmen. They're they're just children. Like, I they, don't they're just friends. They're can, just friends. Can people not be friends anymore without hooking up? Like I don't understand. Yeah, it used to. Well, it went in the direction that was positive. Like we were more inclusive, or more oh yeah, people. But at the same time, it's like we're forcing it now. Like. Everyone has to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, it's fine. But, okay, if you have someone who's making a... If you have someone that's making a story, and it's their story, if they're, it depends on if they're trying to be accurate or not. So, I'll, have you have you watched the movie Gods of Egypt? I, I saw it, but I never clicked on it. You never clicked on it. <laughs> so... They're in Egypt, but everyone is played by a white by a white person, other than uh, Chadwick Boseman. If you're in Egypt and you're dealing with Egyptians, Egypt Egyptians are in Africa, which means they are black and Middle Eastern. That's why they saying Gods of Egypt is one of the most disrespectful movies. Oh, they do have movies a lot. Exactly. Yeah, I'm kind of well. Never mind. Never mind. So, but then here's my thing. Here's my thing. If the point of that movie was to be accurate. Then they should have hired a black cast. Yes. Yeah. If it was to just show mythology, I would person personally I would like to see a black cast, but I'm not necessarily too upset that there isn't because the purpose of it is not to teach the history of Egypt. It's just to show a cool action based myth like a mythology based action movie, basically. So I'm not really too bothered by it. Like, it's a cool movie. It's not going to break the charts or anything. It's not going to be a milestone in history. But it's a cool movie and all that. Same thing with other stories. If someone's making a story and they're not trying to be accurate and they're just making the story to be cool, you can't force the characters to be something that the artist or the writer doesn't want the characters to be. Honestly, a good, a really close and good friendship could be as great as a relationship. Exactly, it could be even better. Yeah, it's probably a little more easier because you don't have to do like the 
if like that story has it, you don't do all the cliches and all like the drama that comes with relationship. You, you're just friends. Yeah, not only that, but to go back to the my hero thing, Deku and Bakugo are both children. They're in high school, first years, which means they are 14, 15. They are children. That's not okay. <laughs> That's just not okay. Same thing with Luca. You can't ship children or hedgehogs. Hedgehogs? <laughs> yeah, the people that ship. I can't talk. That ship, uh, Sonic and Bro, Shadow. Nah, <laughs> Sonic and Shadow. <laughs> yeah, I kid you not. I kid you not. Sonic and Shadow. Or Knuckles or Tails. And they confirmed Tails is a boy. I always assumed he was a boy. Wait, what? I mean, they they never really like before. I thought it was a girl because it was kind of high pitched voice, but oh. like, it was like a Naruto type of voice, okay. early Naruto type of voice. So I was like, it might I mean, be a girl, but it's not. People can ship whoever they want, but because of that, I have a right to judge. So I'm gonna. Judge. <laughs> like, so you can ship whoever you want, but I in that in that regard, I have the right to judge. Yes. And this is gonna come. You voice your opinion. I'm gonna voice mine. I say your opinion It's kind of weird Why are you shipping Animated hedgehogs <laughs> The same thing with furries Even though Respect to them They do their own thing But I really don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We gotta get controversial um, not, Oh yeah no filter, no filter I really don't like The furry community One because It's just weird But also because When For people who are watching or reading any type of story that's anthropomorphic animals. Oh, that's so. That. It's so annoying. That's not, so true. B stars. If people think exactly, if you like exactly. the show B stars that you're a furry, and they're like, no, it's a or zoo or Zootopia. You yeah. like that movie? They think no, you're no, a furry. Zootopia is just weird. It's, it's a Disney movie. Like chill, bro. Exactly, but they still think you're a furry if you like the movie because they're what they're two they're animals that can talk and act like people. It's like their brain immediately goes to that, but it's like, they're like, oh, you watch that? Oh, you're sus. I'm like, no, you're sus so you've been thinking like that. Exactly. Like, I'm not even thinking like that. Even though I will say, Beastars, there's some unnecessary scenes. Like, bro, I don't want to see. It's oh, your story. That's just, I don't want to see a wolf touching no one, no a one rabbit. Ever, no one ever wants to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't watch Beastars for, for that. For that, exactly. It's just a good story. It, exactly. Whereas if, if you say you like it, people naturally assume you're furry. And then furries are automatically wanting Plus, to right, welcome you well, like anthropomorphic um stuff it's kind of cool to put like animals in like human scenarios oh yeah and play on their actual like like physiology i remember zootopia they're like these businessmen but i think they're like guinea pigs and they're all like walking a straight line like robots <laughs> but, like um that's have a- like a bunny as a cop Fem, that's mad we're just like it, it's just a it's, it's a cool it's a things cool theory <laughs> that's not really a tangent it's still we're basically saying if you are into whatever fictional entertainment any franchise understand that it is a story at the end of the day and it's not reality please i just saw something this is about a fictional world i don't think it's about being too invested but um and like the i know i'm not that deep into the harry potter community i just read the books and seen the movies mm-hmm. i was like they're pretty cool they're good but um I don't like the author though because she was doing some stuff controversial i don't i don't like the author's actions after the books Uh, books came out because like the times changed so basically in the book there's a 
main girl, Hermione, right? Mm-hmm. She's white. Like in the in the illustration, she's white. Even without the illustrations, I would still thought she's white. White, which is fine. She's white. That's it. But for some reason, she was like on Twitter, like, no, she's black. It was like, no, she's not. Like she's actually not. <laughs> she's damn. Bro, on the, in the third book, she's on the damn cover. She's white. Oh, like, what are you saying? Oh in the illustrations, I see no dark skin. I see no. She could be an albino. No. Oh, it wasn't albino. It wasn't albino. Like, if she was albino, if, if she was albino, she would have said she's albino. Like, she wouldn't put a description of her Fair. being albino. Because she did that with black characters. Like, black characters, she was like, um, she is, yes, or he or she has dark skin, or he, she literally put, like, they're black. Oh, and for the white characters, she didn't put anything because that's just like the default skin color, I guess. It, it's, it's, no, it's the majority of the audience, as in yeah. a majority of America. The main, the most of the people you're selling to, and then are white. So characters, um, who was it? It was Dumbledore, like the old wizard, mm-hmm. and some other wizard, right? And she, and they had like this friendship mm-hmm. that was like not good in like that world because they were trying to like take over and rule yeah. over like regular people. But later on, around, I think, like, 2010s, I don't know what year, she was like, oh, yeah, they're gay. Like, what? You can't do that, bro. Like, what what, what is the reason? Like, what does that serve? If they're gay, I I guess. But why did you have to say that? It's not even why you have to say it. It doesn't add to the story. Like, is it going to be a plot line? Or are you just saying it so that the fans don't hate you? Like, they don't interact. Yeah, it was was for that reason. I'm pretty sure it was exactly for that reason. But in the story, they literally interact from like letters and like. My um, thing is, it's the same thing of, but it's the same <laughs> thing of that whole just changing it so that the fans don't like you. It's the same thing of if you're telling a story and there's two straight people, would you tell them, oh, they're straight? Or would you just imply it by their actions? Yeah. Like you don't have to openly come out and say they are this. You just do it by their actions. I can, I'm going to go back to my hero because it's the biggest one I see everywhere. They, they are making it clear, like obvious, that it's Deku and Oruraka. Or, Oruraka, right? They're making it obvious. They, like, they've said that since day one, that they both find it, like they both fancy each other. You can't just go, go on and say, nah, Deku actually loves Kachan. He doesn't. They're just friends. They shouldn't want that to happen, but it's just not going to happen. It's not going to, that's not, that's not in the <laughs> plot line. Now, if, not even in your fanship, if, I was about to say older. That's one piece. <laughs> if the writer of my hero, if the writer of my hero wanted them to be a thing, then he would have guess what? Made it clear. He would have made it obvious that they are love interests. But you know, regardless, you just leave the stories how it is. It's not reality. You can write your own fan fictions if you want to. If you like it so much, you can cosplay if you want to, right? You can be an otaku. Just understand it is not reality. If you try and give someone a Kamehameha in real life, it will not work. It won't. <laughs> right? It will not work. <laughs> also understand that the it's the writer's story. It's not yours. If you care that much about it, write your own I story. Mean, I know for me, maybe you too, there's always that moment where it's like, ooh, like you just get hyped up and you're just in the world. Yeah. But there's always, like, eventually afterwards, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm back here. Exactly. You can't just stay there. 
Like it is, a, it's, <laughs> it's an escape from reality. But eventually, you gotta come back. You just can't stay there. It just don't work like that. Exactly. Also, um, probably like authors like J.K. Rowling. Like you don't have to change the story, like based on the times we are right now. Like your story already came out. It's done. It's done. And no one has any controversial opinions about it because it's not controversial story it's your not it's not a controversial story it's your story even if it's controversial to killing to kill a mockingbird that's technically quote-unquote exactly to kill a mockingbird is quote-unquote a controversial if you're talking about controversial but like that but that was a that was historically accurate yeah even though it was a fictional story it's a realistic fiction yeah harry potter just there's it's still a fictional story all straight relationships everyone is straight now, if you would want, now you can be upset and want there to be more um, non-straight relationships, but it's past that. The problem is like those books came out like 20, 10 years, exactly. ago, 20 years ago, so it's too late now. It's too late. Honestly, we're going to get canceled for this. We're gonna, If we Bro, ever man. become famous, they're going to come back to this episode and they're going to be like, cancel these I two. Say. I stand by what I say. Cancel these two. Nah, it's fine. Honestly. Stop. <laughs> you better be careful. There's a huge furry community out there, bro. I can take them all. No, you can't. I can't. You sure about that? You're weird. <laughs> this is weird. I'm sorry. You. This is weird. This is weird. Nah, y'all. Not even weird. They're odd. They're just. Yeah, odd. you're odd. You're not weird because anime fans are weird and we're anime fans. Y'all, y'all are odd. Okay. <laughs> there's something. There's a disconnect. Or a, a connect somewhere that should not be happening. Y'all are odd. Now, respect to whatever you want to enjoy. I respect that. You can enjoy whatever you want. As long as it's not illegal. Technically. Bestiality yeah. is illegal. So, in that sense, y'all are odd. Live the way you want to live. But, again, I have the right to say I disagree with the way you exactly you have the right to do that but i disagree and that is the end of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) now yeah that's everything follow us on uh tiktok twitter instagram at the campfire podcast all the same thing with i and one so one is i basically yep and happy father's day peace goodbye